Odd Father Podcast with Chris Matthews and Pete Court. Hi, this guy here is Chris. He used to be a research scientist in the field of molecular biology until, he reckons, God told him he wanted him to look after a suburban church. And this is Pete, who used to be in commercial media until he became a novelist and started teaching people how to be highly creative. One thing we have in common, we've both met God. Yep, and we love people, but we really love God and we love being his children. But we both find being God's kids can be baffling. So, that's why we got together, not to find the answers, but to try and find the right questions. Hi Pete, are you ready to get down and dirty with this episode? <laughs> I'm ready to take flight with this one. This is, this is an interesting one. I found an article in uh, History Today magazine, which is a great little magazine out of uh, England. It comes out every month and they, they look at history and through history and brilliant stuff. Cause Sounds it's, good. It looks at history through the lens of today and I find that really, really fascinating. Uh, in For those of you wanting to read it, Volume 72, Issue 12, there's an article called How Angels Found Their Wings. Oh, in the Bible, angels do not have wings. How did they come to take the form we know today? Now, angels have wings. We know that because we've seen them all over the churches and that, in the yeah. statues and stuff. But no, in, in the Bible, and in fact, the point they make here is that uh, the New Testament letter to the Hebrews recommends, do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. So not only do they not have wings, angels can, and frequently in the Bible do, just look like ordinary people. Um, and they're getting about. That's the suggestion. What's your thinking? Angels have wings? Why not? Of course they do. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> How else could they fly? Yeah, exactly. And Well, uh, that's the point. Jacob's ladder, the story of Jacob's ladder, angels going up and down on a ladder. They don't have wings. Yeah. Depictions come around, I think, in the 4th and 5th century where the angels suddenly have wings because the gods of the time, Nike, victory, right. the Greek gods, have wings. And so this, this Greekifying of the Bible and the biblical stories saw these entities in the Bible getting Greekified and growing wings. Yeah. And I, and I guess that's, that's – that's, I mean, I, I, have, I haven't read anything about that, but mm. I, I, it's obviously – Quite possible, considering, as you say, the the, the philosophical mm. Greekification yeah. of the Bible has had a huge impact yeah. on how we think of um, body, soul, and spirit, yes. for instance. Yes. Um, so, you know, body, wings, and flying. Mm. I think is a, a, a if if you're connecting with a culture whose immediate assumption is that angelic beings or godlike beings can have wings. Yeah. Then I can see how You've that. You've got can, to draw it like that. Yeah. 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 Um, especially uh, as, of course, uh, that te- sort of stuff tends to come from the arts. It's a, it's a bit like, yeah. you know, our impression of hell basically comes from a painting. From Dante, yeah. 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 Um, and so I think those things can be very powerful. So, yeah. yeah. The, the article actually goes on to say, in ancient Egypt, the solar deities Ra or Horus are represented with a winged disc, the disc being the sun. This became a symbol of divine kingship in the Near East, Wings appear, therefore, as a symbol of divine power, either of gods or their representatives on earth. So this is coming out of the Egyptian thing mm. as well. And like you say, the Egyptian artwork and these, these depictions yeah. of what the pharaohs and what the Egyptian gods thought they were and uh, how they sold their stories. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, I used to like reading a lot of Greek myth and legends mm-hmm. as a kid. And 
when it comes to wings, the things mm. that that I remember are horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pegasus and uh, yeah. what uh, Bellerophon, I think, was the other one. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Pegasus rode him, not Pegasus. <laughs> that, uh, I'm thinking of um, uh, Ross Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am Pegasus. Um, Perseus. Perseus. I think. Right. Okay. That's the name I was after. Now I know many people who have read their Bible will be going. Hang on a second. The winged cherubim and seraphim. Eh? Is that where the wings come from? Um, well, this article points out that they are figures derived from the Near Eastern tradition of winged zoomorphic guardian figures yes. and are not angels since they perform none, perform none of the angelic functions. Um, well, so I think that confusion go. comes from the whole idea that when Adam and Eve were cast yeah. out of the garden, there was an angel yeah. with a flaming sword, but because that doesn't translate. doesn't mean it had wings. Well, Did it have a flaming sword? Uh, no, it wasn't an angel. Oh. They were um, seraphim. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, or cherubim. I can't remember. One which, of them. One of them. The, the ones that don't look like babies? Uh, yeah, yeah. But cherubim uh, and seraphim, weird-looking creatures. Where did we get that one from? I don't know. That's the cherub, as, as, the flying yeah, cherub. That's as bad as angels with wings, really. Yeah, yeah, Babies with flaming swords. All of these little things that have come out of what is a really amazing book, trying to tell us stories, and we change the way that we approach them now by adding little bits and pieces to try and make us understand it. Yeah. And I, and I think that really can get in the way of us understanding it. Whether, whether angels have wings or not is, I think, a moot point. I, I mean, it doesn't matter. What does matter is what are angels? Ah. Uh, you look like you've got an answer for this one. Oh, no, I have no oh, idea. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. The, I mean, in the Old Testament, <laughs> mm. uh there are several instances where people spoke to, you know, like Abraham, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but they were recognised as either God himself or mm-hmm. angels of the Lord. Messengers of the Lord. Uh, and yeah. angels were therefore, yeah, like yeah. messengers, which yeah. could be where the Greek, because didn't Hermes was the messenger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had yeah. wings on his ankles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so that could be a tie. Mm. Um, but, yeah, um that there's there's one part where three men turn yep. up to talk to Abraham. I think that's the yep. time when they, they, uh, God re-commits the covenant. Right. There. right. And it says one of them is, is was Yahweh. Um, but only one. And I think it's one of those things in the Bible where the narrator actually pokes his head in and says, by the way, this is Yahweh, so that we, okay. we all get the picture. Look, looking back, you can yeah. see what happened. Yeah. So okay. they are okay. either God or messengers of God. Mm. Um, and the fact that there are... There are some mentioned in um, Daniel where he prays. Yeah. And uh, I think the archangel Michael comes to him and says, okay. oh, sorry, I was delayed. I was in battle with the spirits over Persia or, or something for 30 days and I've only just managed to come and speak to him. So you know, there are... Oh, damn, weird stuff like that keeps popping up and you go, oh, hang on a second. You've got to remember that an angel would not have to, have to worry about time either. Because they're a godly being and time is something that we yeah. experience on earth as humans. And it's temporal, this whole temporal versus yeah. eternal thing. And so Daniel's going, where have you been? And this angel's going, ah, I could tell you, but you wouldn't get it. You know, I, I wonder <laughs> yes. whether there's well, that going be, on. Yeah. So I've got one more question on the angels, all right? Okay. Okay, so angels don't have wings. 
if we believe what the Bible says and, and we, f- we can follow this, this article which talks about how the angels did end up with their wings and we know that by the process of Greekification and culturally changing things, we've ended up with this image in our religion of angels with wings and flying around and all that sort of stuff. And maybe at Christmas you hoik a, up the back end of a with a Christmas tree. Anyway. Um, we have been cruel to we angels. We have been cruel to angels now. Maybe that's why we don't see them around anymore. <laughs> yes. No, why no. don't we see angels anymore? Why do angels not appear anymore? What do you think? Why do we not see angels anymore? I think is a quite different to why do they not appear anymore? Oh. Um, oh because, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things where perhaps we, we do still see them, but we don't recognise them. Mm. This is um, that entertaining angels thing. Yeah. Just by, by dropping, you know, $5 in somebody's. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a, a, a person I, I went to church with in my early days as a Christian who mm. came to church one Sunday and recited a story and as he recited it went, was quite trembly. As he, right. he talked about uh, he was working on his car mm. and a stranger walked in off the street mm. and pointed out what the problem was. Mm. Without even, I mean, he was under their parts everywhere, and yeah. this person walked in and said, oh, "It looks as though this is wrong." Now, it could have been an expert mechanic. Um, mm. Well, obviously, he was, um, <laughs> and he uh, sat there while this guy opened it up, found the thing the that was wrong with it yeah. that he told, yeah. put it back together. He turned around to thank the guy, and the guy had vanished. Mm. Um, so, so that obviously was something that he felt that that was a, ca- was an angel. a case of yeah, he was visited by an angel. He right. said he ser- he scared. He said he couldn't have walked more than two minutes away. He's mm. on a, a suburban street, nowhere to hide. Um, so that would be an RAA, <laughs> Royal Automobile Angel. A RAA. Sorry, I shouldn't. I shouldn't belittle it. And I wonder whether maybe my instant my instant reaction is like, okay, I'm sure there's a logical reason for it. Maybe that's why we don't, we don't yeah. see them because, I, A, we've stuck wings on them, which, you know, yeah. is dumb. It's, it's not quite like putting a cute jumper on a puppy, um, but putting wings on them belittles, makes them impossible. Yeah. And so we won't see them unless they look like we expect them to look. And possibly uh, if you think about the culture, I mean, Abraham had these three guys turn up mm. to his tent mm-hmm. and the first thing he did was give them food and water. Mm. Um our hospitality to strangers uh, sees us perhaps take quite a different approach to um, any visitation, angelic or otherwise. And and yeah, and that yeah, maybe we're not entertaining enough people to be entertaining angels. To quote the Newsboys song, that yeah. if we got out more and played more community stuff, did more community things, met more people who are strangers, yeah, and allowed ourselves to see them differently. So, what do you reckon? We'd love to hear what your questions might be and what sort of answers you came up with. So you can email us, podcast at theoddfather.net or you can jump onto the web, theoddfather.net and check all the socials there and we'll talk to you then. Thanks for your time and keep asking those questions. 